Hello, welcome to It's Glory. This is Debbie. I hope everybody is doing fabulous. All right, today I'm going to make a video about the value of peace. Oh, I'm so excited to talk about this. This is awesome because, oh my gosh, who cannot use peace in their life? This is something I literally pray about all the time. This is very, very, very special for me, um, especially this year. I have had oh my gosh, in the last couple of years, a pretty rough go, just like no peace. I just felt like I didn't have peace, no peace of mind, um, just really prayed hard for this. And God knows, um, it's been a prayer that I truly want in my life. This is very valuable, more valuable than money, more valuable than anything that I could ever possess peace in my life. And that's a peace of mind. That's a peace in my heart, a peace in my soul, just peace, just having peace, having people that bring peace, having people around you that are, are peaceful people. Um, it is a blessing. It is amazing. And I just really feel like it is something that we all should have in our life. And how are we going to get that? So a lot of people that are not um, following God would say, well, peace would be having a lot of money, or, you know, peace would be having um, a, you know, marriage with children and the white picket fence, and they may think that's peaceful. But I can tell you that, first of all, anything in the world is not going to bring you peace. It is fallible. It is not everlasting. And people in general will not bring you peace because, they are fallible, and they make mistakes, and they will disappoint you. And you can't just put all that on people because they are not perfect. Right? So when you really strive to have peace, it's only going to come from one thing. And that is God, God is able to bring you peace in every situation. Now, what does that look like? Because I know a lot of people have asked, well, um, does the peace of God mean that you just don't worry about when you're having problems? Does it mean that you are just, you know, always happy? No, it doesn't mean that whatsoever. When life is bringing you challenges, when things are hitting you at the worst time, God has a knack for almost like a hurricane. I like to look at this this way. It's almost like you're in the center of the hurricane. You know, your life is twirling around you. And yet you have a stillness inside of you that is just kind of keeping you calm. And no matter what, it, it turns to trust in the Lord. Now I can obtain this I have um, had peace in my life. Um, sure, from the Lord, absolutely. But it's when you get hit with the most challenges in your life, the ones that really get you buckled, right? The ones that drop you to your knees, and you're like, God, I, I just don't know how you're going to pull me out of this one. <laughs> That's when we really um, can learn to trust in the Lord. Now, I have spoken about this many a times, but there's three phases of my life that I go through when I have a challenge in my life. And I know this very well about myself, because this year, for some reason, has been just the year of self reflection. And self-awareness and just, you know, wanting to heal things that I need to get healed. I think, you know, we all have those um, things that pop up and we're like, you know what, I need to work on that. And I really have set goals for myself this year and I will obtain it with the Lord's help and his will. Um, there's three things that happen to me first, and I'm sure you guys can relate. Uh, the first thing that happens to me always when something pops up is, oh my gosh, 
God, why are you allowing this to happen to me? Why, why, why? You know, that's always the first. The second is, okay, you know, what am I supposed to learn from this? And I'm really like striving to figure out how am I going to learn from this? What, what do I need to, you know, what have I done to maybe make this happen? Or what can I change about myself so this doesn't happen again? Um, so that's, you know, that self-reflection kicks in, okay, lesson learned or whatever it is that God wants for me. I pray about that. But then the last of it in the stage of this is a complete surrender. I come to the end of myself and I realize, hey, I can't control everything. I can't change it. Um, I can either sit here and waller in misery and thinking, overthinking. Um, if you're an overthinker, you know where I'm coming from on that. I'm a massive overthinker. Um, I am working on that. Um, I'm not perfect, <laughs> that's for sure. But I am working on it. I'm very self aware that I have that um, problem. And I'm like, Lord, why do I have this? I don't know. Maybe it comes from childhood. Who knows? Um, so I come to a, a place of, of complete surrender. Now, when I get to that surrender part, that's when I'm like, I get peace. That's when I get the peace. And it may take me a minute to get there. But that's when I'm like, okay, God, you can have it. Now you can have it after I've mulled over it. <laughs> thought about it a million ways from Sunday. Um, I've like dissected it to death and realized, yeah, I can't fix it. <laughs> it's yours, God, you can have it. That's when I truly have peace. And that's when he really comes in and just takes over and starts ministering to me. So he knows me very well. And he's my best friend. And I love that that God loves me anyway, because, you know, if we were only loved how good we were, we'd be in trouble because we're none of us are perfect. And we all have flaws, right? So I know that this is a very valuable thing for me, I was pondering on this. And I really am like, God, you know, above everything in my life, this is the one thing I want. I want it so bad. I want to have peace in every area, not just one, but all of it. I want to be able to find that center peace in every situation and every relationship and every, um, you know, opportunity or whatever challenge, I want to be able to find that center with you, God, and have peace in it and truly rely on you and lean on you without completely um, jumping into my flesh. And this is a mastery that I really hope I can achieve. I mean, it is a goal set for myself. Um, will I ever get there? I don't know, Lord willing, I will. But it's just truly getting out of the flesh. Now, and I'll say that because the one thing that God has been really showing me um, is um, in John 24, it says, judge not according to the appearance, but judge a righteous judgment. Um, I really took that um, when he tells me this is, you know, get out of your flesh, you got to get out of your flesh, because you start dwelling in the flesh and really judging everything in the flesh. A lot of times that's very skewed. And it can really lead us into um, just unnecessary uh, worry or unnecessary uh, challenges. Um, it just aids in that, right? So really, I feel like, you know, getting out of the flesh is going to bring you peace. Because I truly believe and this is a true belief of mine, I believe everything is spiritual. I don't think everything that um, happens to us and, and the you know, and I've spoken about this before, like people having issues with challenges or whatever it is, it's in the flesh, it isn't it's spiritual, everything is. So 
you know, God wants to get us into a place where we truly, when things happen, we go to him first. That's very important. Now, this is something that I truly believe is very important in every aspect. And I'm talking everything in your life. When something arises in your life, you need to go to God first. Don't go to a friend. Don't go to people because people can only take you so far only on their own experiences and they're fallible. How are they going to help you if A, if they've never been through it, number one. Number two, they can only do so much, but it's important that you go to God first. And then if you need to talk to someone, um, then by all means do that. But you need to really go to God and allow him to work in you and minister to you. And that is going to happen when you get into the word of God too. So, but the value of peace is huge. It is absolutely amazing. I would say the second to that for me would be wisdom, but peace is on my top priority list, especially this year, because I've lived in my life with so much with no peace that I don't want that ever again. I don't want to live in a state of that. It's not fun. And it's just not a way for God, you know, that God wants us to live. He wants us to live in joy of the Lord. And that means, yeah, you're going to have problems, but you find a peace and that's within with him, the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to go over um, some scriptures that I really think would be, you know, just encouraging. Um, so I want to talk about this, and we're going to start in Galatians 1. I love this one. This is Galatians 5, through 23, and it says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now, self-control, that's a big one for me. Um, you know, definitely learning how to control my tongue, definitely learning how to control my emotions, definitely, you know, learning how not to um, react in emotions. That's a big one for me. And I really feel like, um, you know, having self control is going to bring you peace. Because when you allow your flesh to dictate your everything, it's going to lead you in trouble. When you have self control over your feelings and your emotions, you're able to kind of sit back and kind of, um, you know, make a better decision, whatever that may be, or, you know, look over your challenges with a little different perspective. So it's really good to not always just jump the gun. Okay. But definitely the fruit of the spirit is peace. That's what God wants for you. He wants that for everyone. He wants his children to live in the spirit of love, in the spirit of joy and peace, forbearance and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. He mentioned self-control because this is the kicker. This is controlling the flesh. Above everything, self-control of the flesh is something you should master or try to, seriously, because not having self-control over your flesh is what leads you into trouble, it leads you into temptation. It leads you to sin, basically. So God really wants us to have that. It's really important. And that's a whole nother podcast on its own. Okay, so Matthew 5, 9, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the children of God. Isaiah 26, 3, you will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in the Lord. They, they trust in you, trust in God. Psalms 29, 11, the Lord gives strength to his people and the Lord blesses his people with peace. So he's going to bless us with peace when we seek him and put God first. It's so important that God is the first of your life. Okay. And that you, you really are in the word of God because a lot of times 
you know, the enemy knows you better than you think. So he knows like how to poke you and how to how to derail you from your purpose or from the you know things that God really has for you. And he'll do that to what rob your peace, rob your joy, rob, you know, all these things that God wants for you, because it is a blessing from the Lord to have peace. And he really wants to give you that first Peter 5, 7, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Um, This is a big one for me this year as well. Learning to give God the problem and take my hands off of it. Um, That is a big one. And that that's hard. I know. Trust me, I get it. You know, when things, you know, when things pop up, we automatically are in the flesh and we just kind of lose our mind or whatever, how we deal with it. But truly, God wants us to leave it at the foot of the cross and let him fight our battles, let him fight for us and let him deal with it. But it's so hard to do that. I understand. I do this a lot. God knows that um, this is something I struggle with. I really do. Because I'll say, yeah, God, I'm giving it to you. But then I'm thinking about it. Um, This comes with the overthinking. Um, I may do a podcast on overthinking because um, it is something that I really want to um, get a hold of and truly um, help myself in this. Um, When you're an overthinker, you kind of need details in really specific details. Um, If you talk to someone who's an overthinker, you really got to be very detailed in what you're saying. We cannot fill in blanks. We do not want to fill in blanks. When you talk, please be very um, descriptive. (laughs) Really describe it really give a lot of details, give a lot of details. And um, especially in issues or problems, we really want everything kind of answered. And we don't want to fill in blanks. And we don't want to mull over stuff. We really want to know where you're coming from. I'll, the one thing I will say, because I have that is I like straightforward people, I like people to be freaking blunt. I don't like going around the bush thinking about things. No, 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 I need you to be as blunt as possible. And I've always loved this. Growing up, I've loved it. I love people who are super blunt. A lot of people don't like those types of people. They think they're rude. No, I think it's honest. And I love it. I love when people are extremely blunt and very honest, because it really, I'm like, okay, like I like this because it makes me trust them. It makes me go, wow, this, this person is telling it like it is and very honest, and not in a hurtful way. I'm not saying be blunt and hurt people's feelings. But I'm saying like just being blunt, being honest, being, you know, just, you know, say it, say it like you mean it, mean what you say, say what you mean. (laughs) But just, you know, that's, that's a whole nother thing. But just um, casting all anxiety, casting stress on God is hard. That's something I want to really get better at. I am, I, I will, eventually I get there and I surrender it to him, but it takes me a moment. It may take me a day and he knows that, um, but eventually I get there, but I do get there and I'm like, okay, it's yours. I can't fix it. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> you handle it and I'll wait on your answer when you do. Uh, Romans 12, 18, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. This is really important too. forgiving people. I'm going to throw that one in there. Um, learning to forgive people that hurt you, learning to forgive people. It's important that we forgive and have peace with others. Um, having peace with people is very important. So um, really, you know, definitely on that one, um, Romans 12, 8, super important, 18. Uh, Romans 16, 20, the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus be with you.
this is a whole nother podcast, I feel like too. So, you know, knowing who you are, the power that's within you, the Holy Spirit that resides in you. um, So important um, to know that why, because, you know, warfare is real. And it can disrupt your peace when warfare happens. And I'm not saying everything that happens to you is from Satan, but I definitely believe that warfare is really real. And you have to know how to fight and discern that. So you have to know, okay, the schemes of the enemy. I mean, God tells us you when you know the word of God and you're in the word and you have a relationship with God, you are able to discern the schemes of the enemy and you know what to do when this happens. You know to go into prayer, you know to go at war. You know to go and do what what God has really equipped you to handle. So it's important to have that because right here, the God of peace will soon crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. You will be able to walk over serpents with this. And that means that you'll have your your foot on Satan's neck if you know what, what his devices are, his schemes are, and how to fight it. Psalms 119.165 Great peace have those who love your law, and nothing can make them stumble. Isaiah 26, 12, Lord, you established peace for us. All that we have accomplished, you have done for us. This one, and I'm going to end it on this one. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. So God wants to take everything that you go through. He wants to have that burden on him so he can give you peace. Because truly, I feel like in the surrendering of those things that bother us or those things that, you know, are troubling us, when we surrender it, then we make room for God to truly come in and and bring peace in our life. The value of peace is so great, because it truly is what helps us enjoy our life more. And we're able to really enjoy the things that God wants for us, um, the people in our lives, the the, you know, every experience that we have, if you don't have peace within yourself, you're not really enjoying life because you're too worried about stuff. So God really wants to bring restoration to his children. And I really believe that this year, God is really restoring people and really helping people understand who they are, especially in him, and how important he is in their life and that he's there, that he's really there and how valuable you are to him. So that's important just to, you know, get in the word, worship God, praise the Lord, you know, get into that, those, you know, moments with him and, you know, just talk to him, whatever you're going through, let him work in your life and bring you peace that you so deserve. Every one of us deserves to live in peace and to live in the joy of the Lord. And to have that peace of mind, above all, let God control your thoughts. You know, when you have thoughts that are, you know, just chaotic, or, you know, just wandering, you know, give it to the Lord, always just, you know, under your breath, just like Jesus, you know, take over my thoughts, and give it to God, stay in prayer, so important to stay in prayer, because that's where God will answer. Because if you're not praying, you're not speaking to him, he's not going to know you need to talk to him, talk to him like you would anyone else. And just have this relationship with him. So important, guys. I hope you're blessed today. And I hope that God will bring you peace. And I'm going to pray that that peace will overtake your life, that you will have such unshakable peace, supernatural peace that you will just have to laugh because you're like, wow, no matter what I go through, God, you're just that stillness, that comforting, that comfort within me, that calmness 
And it only can come from you, God. Nothing in this world can give me that but you, Lord. Holy Spirit, I just pray that every person listening to this podcast today, that you will touch their heart and their soul, and you will give them unshakable peace, Lord. That's what we all want in this world that's just so chaotic, and it's just so unpredictable, Father. We need your peace. We need your calmness to calm our minds, to calm our hearts, to drive out fear, to drive out, drive out uncertainty in our lives, that you will just give us a peace that no matter what we face, Father, that you're with us, walking with us, and you are strengthening us, Father. We just give you glory and praise, and we just honor you because it is all for you, God, every bit of it, and that you will grow us and strengthen us and help us achieve your will for our lives, Father. And we just give you glory and praise. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. God bless.